welcome to Season 3 of Shine Time Radio, an unedited monthly podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for my favourite kind of folk, those dreamers, the schemers, and the magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach, and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Hello, everybody. I'm back. (laughs) Not that many of you may have noticed or not noticed, but um, I've taken the month of April off, or I'd been forced, I suppose, to take the month of April off. Um, And it has been really, really supportive. Um, From February onwards, I've been dealing with quite a big um, downward sort of spiral with burnout, which has been really difficult. Um, Probably one of the most difficult things I've experienced in my life. Um, But was it took till April <laughs> for me to realize that I had to kind of put everything down, including Shine Time Coaching, um, including a collaboration that I was very excited about um, and will come again, um, including social media, sort of everything. And as soon as I did that, as soon as I did that, I feel like perhaps things have started to, there's been a bit of space for at least things to start a little bit more forward motion, momentum, a little bit forward, more forwards thinking. And I'm able to sort of, yeah, feel a little bit more like myself again, which is great, promising. <laughs> so I'm kicking off this um, podcast uh, for me by sharing a little bit more about how things have been and about some changes to the business and a motto that has been saving my life <laughs> for ages now, but that I've kind of reattached to, which I'm really excited about, um, which has helped make things so much easier. Um, and I'm starting the blog back. So last week I shared that the blog was back and that my first blog post for in this new, you know, way of being in this new um way of existing on with this business has up and over on the website. Uh, you can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can go straight to shinetimecoaching.com and you'll see there's a blog section. I started blogging, it must have been around probably over three years ago, um, as a way of just like getting out <laughs> the stuff that was in my head and figuring things out. And that was a really key transition for me. Um, I'd been realizing for a while since having my son that I was, things were different as they will be when you have a child. Um, and it made me realize that perhaps I was trying to fit everything in and things that I wasn't, uh, that didn't support me or suit me anymore. Um, and I didn't have a way of sort of expressing that. So I started this blog just to talk through things and the blog sort of started the whole, um, route down to where I am now. Uh, among other things, of course, but <laughs> the blog was sort of my first foray and for a foray foray into public um, experience, that public experience of sharing and discussing and growing and learning and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm bringing it back. I'm realizing more and more that Instagram isn't the place for big long captions and sharing. Um, and things, you know, we, we skim through on Instagram. So it's more about those quick hits and 
um, making things more vis visible and, and quick for people to process. So I'm still working away on Instagram, but in a slightly different way. Um, but I'm someone who loves words. I love writing. I love reading. I love sharing. I love talking and discussing and, and exploring things with people. And I think that maybe the blog is more appropriate for sharing more detailed things. Um, and it's just going to be once a month. So I'll have to still keep my, <laughs> keep my words to some kind of limit because I can talk. Um, but I'll try and keep it on theme. <laughs> It'll link to what's going on on the Instagram and for the business at the time. And each month is going to have a theme um, that helps to keep me focused. And this month's theme is kiss. And it's keeping it simple, sweet pea. It used to be, I first heard it as keep it simple, stupid, but you know, not about that, <laughs> that putting ourselves down life. So I changed stupid to sweet pea because I'm all about that compassion now. And self-compassion is a huge one. And I think if we can speak to ourselves more kindly, it helps. Um, but yeah, you can use that last S any way you want. <laughs> it totally works for whatever one, whatever, you know, word suits you, but keep it simple is for me, yeah, it started a long time ago. It started when I was teaching. Um, and it was a reminder as a teacher for very young children that they need simplicity. They need consistency. They need things to be um, very straightforward. There needs to be, like, they like they like boundaries, they like to know what's going on, they like to know what's happening around them. And I think with me being someone who's very ideas oriented, I love ideas and I love, I want, you know, I get fired up by them. I want to do all of them all at once. <laughs> so um, I had to remind myself very quickly that these kids needed simplicity and clarity. So I started getting the habit of asking myself or reminding myself, um, kiss how can I keep this simple how can I make how can I simplify this how can I make this easier for me for them for everybody involved um so I'm bringing it back it's making a resurgence kiss um and I hope that you find it supportive as well um it's a really lovely way of reminding ourselves that sometimes we can overcomplicate things or things can be made to feel like they have to be overcomplicated to seem worthy and I think some you know, if we could not, this isn't for everything. This is just, there's there, but there are a lot of aspects in life where it, things have been overcomplicated, whether it's by our own thought process, beliefs, um, experiences, or if it's externally, um, I've used kiss in, you know, when I've been talking to other people about stuff, when I've been speaking with my leadership team around with teaching and things just felt like it was getting overcomplicated. I'd be like, how can this be simpler? We can, we can simplify this. Um, so whether it's external or internal, it's a great way to just sort of check in and be like, is there a way that this could be simpler and easier? And, you know, we, we all do this. There's a lot of value placed in uncomplicated and there's, more than enough that is naturally complicated in the world, in our lives. Um, you know, I'm not talking about simplifying big problems like injustice or um, systems of oppression. There, there are multiple layers of complexity around lots of big issues. I'm talking more about the things that are day to day to us that 
and we can't simplify everything, but the things that we maybe could simplify for ourselves to sort of bring a little bit more ease into our daily experiences. Um, so it's just asking ourselves, you know, things like, where am I maybe overthinking or overcomplicating something? Is there maybe an easier way to go about this? Um, are there things that I may be assuming that have to be complicated in order for them to be deemed successful that maybe don't? <laughs> are we saying yes to things that aren't actually for us anymore? Are we putting things off that would help allow so much more ease in? Um, you know, are we asking for help? Are we letting other people in to support us? That's really important as well. And it's something that um, has been highlighted for me in particular over the last couple months in this burnout's been coming for a long time, not going to lie. And I can, in hindsight, can see that. I really struggle to let people in to help. Um, and something that has, you know, kind of been an issue over the last couple months is that I've had no choice. Um, and the person, my main person is always, you know, I've got a go-to person, my husband. I'm very lucky that he is so understanding and supportive and he's been through his own experience with it um, himself. So he really gets it. Um, and he's, you know, the my number one cheerleader in terms of, you know, things that are healing and self-supporting and, you know, putting more things down. And he's very supportive. So I'm extremely lucky that way. Um, however, there's a lot of things um, that I had to invite in in terms of support. Uh, I've been off work, my teaching job. That's been really difficult. The guilt alone has been difficult. Um, so I've been asking, you know, that's that's a form of asking for help. I've had to speak to a doctor about time off. Um, that has been a form of, I, I just really struggle with that kind of stuff. And I've just had to do it because my body was completely shutting down. Um, and I think when things like that happen, you're made more and more aware of where maybe you're complicating things in your life that don't necessarily need to be as complicated. And it's not necessarily that we're doing it on purpose. Sometimes we do. <laughs> but I think sometimes we just, it's the way we've always done it, or it's the way it feels it needs to be done. So taking a moment just to take a breath and a pause and think, okay, does this need to be like this? Does it need to, is there something I can let go of here? Is there something I can, is there support I can invite in? Is there a way of doing this that combines things? Is there, are there things I'm doing I don't really want to be doing anymore, but I just keep doing them because I think it's the way I need to? Um, is there, am I trying to do too much? You know, like that's, <laughs> that's something that I, I'll always laugh about. Um, I'll get into a little bit about my, more my burnout. Um with this because I'm laughing because um, those who know me will really enjoy that I um, will have a good laugh at my expense and rightfully so when I share that when I was signed off from my teaching job by my doctor I determined I was going to do burnout the best like I was going to be the best at burnout I was going to do all the healing things every day and make the most of the time to reflect and heal and learn and grow and I like hilarious I thought I was putting enough things down by just not being at work. Um, but nope, <laughs> there was always something else that I thought was good for me in the time that was just draining the life and soul out of me. Like I had to put everything down. Um, and then the guilt, the guilt, the waves of guilt after. So it's like 
trying to cling to things or trying to do things you think are healthy and good for you and not even having the capacity for that. And then having to put something else down, having to put something else down, having to put something else down. And then the guilt for every single one of those things I put down, like, fuck's sake. <laughs> the guilt about not doing the things I should be doing or I'm used to doing or I wanted to do, like all the things I wanted to do. Like I had to drop all of it. Um, the good things and the everyday things and heartbreakingly the mom things and the me things, like the things that I feel like define who I am and who I love being. I had to put all of it down. And I literally, there was days I stared into space, you know, there's days I cried and raged and cried and cried and cried and slept. Oh my goodness, the napping. Um, I watched, I say I watched all of Netflix. I would say Netflix was on. <laughs> I don't often remember half the things that were happening. Um, I had an immense amount of pain and still do inflammation, pain. Um, my body doesn't it feels a bit more relaxed now, but it was, I was on high alert. Um, if I woke up in the night, I couldn't fall back asleep. My brain was going a million miles an hour. I mean, so many of you can relate to this. I know that. I know that. And when you're a, a caring person, someone who cares um, for others, or and you're in a caring profession, um, which I am in two of, <laughs> it, it, if you have nothing, you have nothing to give. And it, the, the result, I was starting to feel not only was my body feeling like red poker hot, like just hot. I was feeling inflamed and hot and irritable and ragey all the time. But I was feeling starting to feel resentment as well towards the things that I love and the people that I love and the things I love doing. So it was bad news <laughs> and it's still here. Um, I'm still in it in some aspect, but I'm in it with a dose of, I can kind of step outside and see where I'm at. Um, I'm also so much freaking nicer to myself right now, which is a big thing as well. Um, and yeah, I think I'm in a better space. Still a long way to go. I've definitely evolved, evolved in ways I like I couldn't even imagine. Like I'm starting to pick up a few things here and there, but you know, I'm leaving a shit ton behind as well. Like, Anyone who's been through burnout, and many of you probably have, or have experienced some aspect of it, or are in it right now, or know somebody who has, like, it changes you, like, completely. And I think it's supposed to. Um, I don't think it's supposed to. I know it's supposed to. There was an element in me the whole time through, like, even the worst moments where I was like, there was a little moment, there's a tiniest kernel of hope because I knew that I couldn't go on the way I was going on in the way I was going on. Um, and I knew that was a good thing. So I had this little teeny, 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 tiny kernel of hope that this was happening and it was going to be okay. And actually it was going to come out better, so to speak. Um, cause we're not meant to go back to the things the way things were and we're not meant to go back to them in the same way. Like that's the whole point is burnout's telling you this isn't working. Like we, you can't function like this. What Whatever this is, you can't function like this anymore. Um, I definitely value myself much more. I value my loved ones, my friends more than ever. I value my own time, my own pace and my own capacity, you know, more than I ever could. I understand it better. I value that I can no longer go on with things the way they were because they weren't actually mine in the first place. A lot of them, <laughs> a lot of stories. There were a lot of stories there. And really sometimes like, I just realized you need to put all the things down. Like 
that's probably one some, you know, if I had a top five tips and you'll see this in the blog, if you're feeling it and you're feeling there's like approaching burnout, you need to take the time. First of all, um, there are supports there for a reason. I think that this country could be light years and most countries light years better at mental health support and supporting people um, better. Um, our UK government, not necessarily the Scottish government, but the UK government is horrific for supporting people. Um, but there are some things in place for some people. And one of the things I could do is I could um, take some time off of my teaching job. That's one thing I could do um, with the support of my doctor. So very lucky to have that. Um, I don't know what everyone's circumstances are and if they have that same access. But if there's anything you have, any support available, just if you can embrace any support you can, highly, highly recommend it. Um, and I'm here to talk to anybody who's in the midst at the start of feels about ready to be going through something like this or has been through it before because, um, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and please get in touch if you need um, either through a DM or um, a message or whatever. You know, there's definitely ways we can connect but my top five suggestions off the top of my head were one put it down number two put it all down put it all down <laughs> number three yep even the things you think are good for you put them down and number four was ask for help any support you can give yourself and receive and allow yourself to receive please please do um, because number five it all needs to be put down like it really does um and we're all going to feel, and I know that when I'm saying this, people are going to feel like, well, I can't, like, that must be nice for you, but I can't. Like, I was one of those people. Um, I can't believe the stuff I had to leave for a good month and a half to two months. Uh, but I had no choice. There was no choice. And I feel like if I didn't do it, I wouldn't even be able to, at the point where I could speak about it now. Um, it is the only way that you can give yourself space <clears throat> excuse me, to heal or to release stuff or to come back together, to, you know, back together with yourself to function. I mean, and that's not even the goal. The goal obviously is to thrive, but to function, like that's the only way you can come back to that place is if you give yourself the time and space, like it's the only way, because if you don't, your body will put the things down for you. And, um, and it sounds dramatic, but it's not, um, it absolutely, my body felt like it was shutting down. I was muscle seizing. Um, I, I just, I was in pain. I'm still in a lot of discomfort, but like the pain, the, like I said, inflammation, like my, sh I couldn't move my neck. I couldn't, I could barely walk on my feet. I could barely do anything with my hands. My hip was in agony, my lower back, like just constant. And I just felt run down. Um, yeah. And it is dramatic, but it's, no fucking joke. Like it isn't. And anyone who's experienced it has experienced or feels like they're heading towards it. I totally, it's no joke. And it's important that we take the time. Like we're more important. And my husband keeps saying that we're more important than our job. We're more important than, um, our roles that we feel we have to do. And if we don't take the time in the moment, then what, what's left of us later on. Right. Um, I did, and I feel this was heroic. <laughs> I did manage to read two books during the beginning parts of it, and it took me a long time. One of them I was reading as I kind of went into this, and it was called Wintering by Catherine May, and it's a beautiful book about the wintering parts of our lives. 
Um, and those of you who know me know that I'm all about being part of a cycle. I'm very much attached to the cycles of the moon, the cycles of the season. Um, when as soon as I started to recognize how my body responded to the different cycles and seasons, then I realized more and more that my capacity ebbs and flows. There's times when my hormones will you know, support me to be more energetic and have more, you know, more about me. And there's other times where I can barely do anything because my hormones are like, nope, this is not for you. Um, <clears throat> I'm very much impacted by that. And this book really gave a great perspective. And the author similarly was going through her own um, experience of burnout. And it was just a really wonderful, supportive, you know, book of solidarity and really beautifully written with lots of research around behind it and how people in other cultures winter, so to speak, you know. And the other book I read my husband actually got for me was The Joy of Burnout, which uh, by Dina Gluberman, which again, it's in the um, blog. It is, um, yeah, bits and pieces. It's a bit older. So sometimes some of the language is a little bit old fashioned, so to, you know, so to speak, but the principles behind it and standing behind it and you know the recognition about all the types of people who are exposed or um, could potentially be set up for burnout is really interesting and then lots of exercises and some of them felt silly I'll be honest but you know doing them really was really lovely actually um, so it's another good one for those of you who maybe need a little support who like that sort of independent study aspect um I am also in the process of working through an amazing course right now created by Sharon at Wholehearted Coaching, um, and it's called The Inner Compass, The Course. And I, as a coach, just, and most people who are healers, coaches, um, you know, we can't do that. We can't do these things for ourselves. Like we can't, I couldn't coach myself through this thing <laughs> on my own. And I couldn't keep relying solely on my husband to be my only support, although he's been amazing. Um, and the course is absolutely stunning and about halfway through, and I really can't speak highly enough about it. And I can't recommend it enough. Um, and Sharon as well, just as a coach, she is, she embodies to me what coaching could be the coaching industry could be. She's absolutely wonderful. And um, I highly recommend to check her out at Wholehearted Coaching. If you're looking for a purely a coaching perspective and coaching approach, then she's probably the only one at this point that I would recommend. She's my go-to <laughs> for all things coaching. Um, I always laugh and say, I want to be like Sharon when I grow up, even though she's much younger than me. <laughs> But she's just, she's got it absolutely nailed and her mix of compassion um, and reality and experience is just amazing and the way she tells stories through it. And yeah, she just is wonderful. And like I said, the way coaching should be, because I'm not going to lie, we all know that life coaching these days is a minefield. <laughs> so, so yes, um, I do want to make a point that I'm not going to share and I don't think I just feel that this is an important point to make that I'm not going to share much about what led me to burnout. And that's for two reasons. One, I really can hardly remember a time over the last past sort of seven to eight years where I haven't been traveling towards this point. Um, it makes total sense to me in hindsight. And two, it is really personal. Um, and I think there's a real thing where, and I did this 100% where I compare my situation to other people's situations where I feel like they have it way worse and they're still, they're still, you know, plodding on or they're still able to cope, but they're still doing this and that. And, um, 
comparing our reasons for burnout can just make us feel like ours aren't valid. Like I 100% did this. Um, and I just have to remind myself, and I just want to remind you that you are where you're at and that is valid enough. It does not matter whose circumstances are worse. Like there's no, what do they say? There's no trauma Olympics. There's no, you know, we don't have to be the most um, burnt out person to deserve support through a burnout. Um, and whatever you you'll just know, you'll know. And I think rather than looking at why the why you're here and you know, rather than berating yourself for not being able to cope or not being able to do as much as other people are, I think it's just the other thing is really important is just acceptance. We need to accept this is where I'm at for whatever reason. And yes, looking at the why is somewhat important so we can move forward and in a different way. But we all respond to things in different ways. We all have our own trauma and our own experiences in life. We all um put ourselves out there in different ways and to different extents. And we'll all have the different capacities for that. Um, and so I think once, and I'm, st- I, you know, I still struggled with that, but once I really accepted that this is just where I'm at, I'm in burnout. It, I can argue it till I'm blue in the face, but that is what it is. Um, and my burnout is as valid as anyone else's then. Right. Okay. So this is where I'm at. What could I do now? Well, I'm going to put all the things down. Silly. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> so, so yeah, from this fire <laughs> comes um, the reinstated motto of KISS that I want in my life more ease, more simplicity, where that where I can access that. Because as I mentioned before, and as we know, life is not always simple and life is not always easy. So just considering where I can make things simpler has been... Um, and where in that's about putting things down. And then, like I said, now I'm ready to pick a few things up. I certainly will not be picking up all the things I put down. And thank goodness for that. So in terms of KISS and Shine Time coaching, um, as you'll recognize, those of you who follow me on Instagram, that this whole month is about KISS and keeping it simple. And there's, um, I share quite a lot there as well, but what's changed, but it's, you know, it's back as a motto. It's back as a huge foundation for my everyday life. And it's also back as a foundation for my business. Um, so I'm going to be focusing more solely on tarot readings. Um, this is my, yeah, with built-in life coaching support, my soul wants to read for people. Like when I, my thing is reading for people, it's connecting to, my well counsel for understanding and connecting to other people's well counsel and the things um, it's a thing I love the most. I love the connection. I love the support. I love the wow moments. I love the synchronicity. I love the way that folk respond to, and the, they walk away with so many sparks of like inspiration and hope and determination. Um, and I'm so flipping here for that. <laughs> so in the name of simplicity and ease, I'm going to be opening my books once a month um, at the end of the month, I'll open them up for the next month, for the following month, for a set number of readings, because I recognize that I have a set amount of capacity. <laughs> and it's to ensure that I'm able to fill my cup up um, and that you all then get the most out of your readings. So I'll typically be reading on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, that allows me the weekend and Tuesdays and Thursdays to do other business stuff like Instagram, the blog, podcast, the newsletter and things like that and anything else I need to do follow up stuff. But those days where I'm doing readings is 
is devoted solely to doing the readings and giving my energy towards people and their readings. Um, so there's options. There's three options really for working with me. And one is just a straight tarot reading, um, which always have the mirror and the reflection of coaching tips and hints. That's just the way I work. I did my coaching um, training at the same time as I really dove into my tarot development. So they go hand in hand naturally anyways. Um, so there's that straight tarot reading. Um, and then I've got readings with one-to-one -one coaching before and or after the reading. Um, and tarot support for those who would like a one-off session. You know, for example, if you want to set up a tarot practice and you're just a bit nervous about how to get started or choosing a deck or where you, you know, how to get started through things. Or if you've chosen to do one of my courses and you just want a little bit of one-to-one -one support through a section of the course or to talk through anything or say, for example, you read for yourself and you've done a reading and you just can't figure out what the readings try to translate for you. I'm happy to sit and work through that with you. Um, so it's sort of like a mix of um, tarot support and mentoring, I suppose. Um, so it'll be those three options. I'm still going to do the year ahead readings in December and January. So those months will be dedicated to those. Um, and the courses will still be evolving over on Teachable, but that's essentially it simple and easy and therefore more supportive and authentic for me for you for all of us <laughs> um there will be a lot of support on instagram there will be lots of support through this blog on the you know, oh, not this blog but the blog on the podcast um as well as in the monthly newsletter and this is just the way it seems that i can best serve you and me and us and yes this is the way we're going this is the way we're moving <laughs> So I hope that you are able to find ways to make life a bit simpler for yourself and easier for yourself. Um, it isn't, ironically, it is not easy to do all the time. But if we get in the habit of asking ourselves and considering what could be a bit simpler and easier than, oh, chef's kiss, it just makes life easier, right? It just does. Um, all my love to you. I'm so, so honored that you're here and that we get to communicate and work together and explore things together in this space. And yes, I'll always be grateful for you. So thank you. Hope the rest of your May goes well. And I'll speak to you in June. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work we do over on the website, shinetimecoaching.com and Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a wee review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and a whole lot of what you need. Until next time, take care, lovelies. <laughs>